Welcome to another episode of The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. In our talk today, she'll be sharing about being resilient to become your brilliant archetypal self. So this is really powerful and this is really going to be something you want to really allow to really sink in. So let me tell you a little bit about our amazing guest today. She's an intuitive guide for conscious leaders, authors, and speakers. She's known for your brilliance archetype guides and the S-E-L-L method, a spiritual philosophy, which has helped empower her clients to build businesses that align with their path towards self-actualization. Who doesn't want that? She's a co-author of the international bestseller book, Success with Source, and she has 15 years of deep expertise in startup marketing and simultaneously is an advanced healer and mindset trainer with certifications in six plus modalities. I'm sure there's many, many more things that she does, and she's so wonderful. We could talk about her all day, but let's just introduce here today, and I want to welcome Michelle Parade. Michelle, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me on, Sharon. It's such a pleasure to be here. So, Michelle, thank you. And I'm grateful to have you with us. And, uh, Michelle, as I mentioned to you, when we were first connecting in our energy connection, which we always have with our uh, podcast guests to really lay the foundation for the energy, that because my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, I always ask my guests, well, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you, Michelle? Hmm. It's such a good question. (laughs) And uh, I can really start by tapping into my own journey Mm -hmm. because it was definitely not a fast and quick path to success. Right. Definitely a lot of winds and turns and lessons along the way. And I think for spiritual entrepreneurs that are out there, maybe just starting on their entrepreneurial journey, um, I once thought that it was enough to have a purpose, to have a higher calling, and that as long as I followed that, I was golden. You know, I had, you know, very much a spiritual practice at that point in time, a a few years back, and I purely went off of faith. Unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, there was just a lot of things that even despite having many, many years of marketing background uh, that I needed to learn in order to really step into that version of myself that was going to hold uh, consistent revenue, um, a lot of subconscious work I still had to do despite all the tools that I had, um, still a lot of uh, skill sets I had to learn about personal branding and speaking and sales and all of these beautiful things that that we have to have along the journey. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's it's really 
a, a balance of continuing to have the faith uh, even when there isn't the results yet mm. and continuing to learn the skill sets and invest in learning uh, in order to get yourself to the place that, that you want to go. Um, so, so there's definitely a couple of factors, you know, when, when you continue going, without seeing okay the immediate results in your environment but you know somehow you're you're on to something yes you're still feeling good something you're still seeing some kind of traction even if it's very small uh, because sometimes what happens is there's a snowball effect and you're accumulating information for your business over time, collecting data points, you know, from testing uh, all the different potential tactics you might want to test um, and gathering that information, collect networking, collecting your tribe, your support network. And over time, that does snowball, but there's sometimes this tipping point in which that happens. And that might not be for a few years, <laughs> in fact. It's exactly. And so sometimes you really have to just know that all of your efforts are accumulating over time and there's some kind of spiritual bank out the, uh, <laughs> up above right going to it's, an escrow it's an escrow <laughs> exactly. right and it's gonna come back i love that and that really you do, you, you know you really dovetailed really well into my question was what share one challenge that stands out and i mean you really shared that it really is about that and it can be it can be so challenging when you feel like you you know that this is your calling you know that you're here to support people in whatever way it is you're feeling these strong connections from source and you're getting all the guidance but it just doesn't seem like it's showing up in in the material plane yet um sometimes i think you can be ahead of the way energetically you know so you know you, I know that that happened for me when we first started uh, you know 20 some years ago I was just like way ahead of the wave and you know now it's like everyone you know is, is doing something around spirituality and blending inner and outer right I mean that's great because it's really become more of a um, you know more of a tipping point in a lot of ways but you know so I think it's I, I just I can feel the energy of your your knowing about that and also it it, it really does align so well with the podcast, which is the spiritually persistent entrepreneur, right? So, so that really is very powerful. So let's jump into to talking about these archetypes. I really want to have you share more about the you know, your sense of these archetypes and how does that really support us in building our businesses you know, making pivots in our businesses, you know, supporting our businesses to really be the best version of what they can be in the world and for ourselves. I, that's a big question. So let's, you know, just let's just start kind of breaking it down. And we know, you know, we we have um, a limited amount of time here. So we definitely want to have you come back, but we want to at least just start to delve into this and share a little bit about your sense, because what you're talking about, um, the idea of the architecture, 
archetypes can really support people, I feel, on that journey you're talking about when they're not necessarily seeing it the way they want to or when things are not working the way they you know, have visualized and expected and affirmed and intended and magnetized, all of that. So yeah, share a little bit about, uh, you know, your knowingness about that. Absolutely. So uh, we have certainly archetypes all around us. Um, You know, they're in fairy tales. We still have to this day kings and queens. Um, And I do think that they serve a purpose in helping us visualize a higher dimension, a higher self version of who we can become or who we actually are all along uh, when we do peel back all the layers and false stories that we have told ourselves over time. Um, And so the, the trick is, however, to know which archetype you truly are um because that helps you understand your role within your business and in the world at large mm-hmm. and sometimes that can get confusing because you may get a training in a specific realm or you have over time experienced a specific skill set and while that could probably contribute to your ultimate soul aligned mission driven business um it can get still confusing as to what your original natural blueprint role is in the world. And that's because sometimes, a lot of the times, I find that someone's brilliance is a lot of the times tied to their challenges. Mm. As an example, I know someone who she found herself in network marketing organizations Mm -hmm. and she really, she was really disgusted actually by the way that they were run to the point that she decided, you know, networking in general or um, connecting in that kind of way, she was going to just completely take out of her, you know, business and pursue other ways of, uh, you know, growing at that time was her copywriting business. And so, um, but as we started to delve into her, you know, a little bit intuitively, but also after she took this quiz, she ended up being uh, the archetype of a networker, which is funny (laughs) and an oxymoron. And so it's, that's just an example of the fact that sometimes we have these experiences that teach us, okay, this is actually not how we want to be networking, not how we want to be connecting. And in fact, I have this innate ability to nurture beautiful relationships And that's actually what I meant to be coming out and helping other people understand in contrast to how things are being done and run currently. Um, And so for her, that was a very interesting switch, like light bulb switch. And in fact, I always thought that she was just really bubbly and amazing at um, also connecting the dots between 
myself and other people that she knew just naturally, but she never really leveraged that in terms of, you know, making a profit out of it. Right. So that's just one example where people can get really confused as to what archetype or role they're in because of their experiences um, and or, you know, what other people project onto you as far as the role they think you should have. So maybe all your life, you know, and I think a lot of women may may find that is, okay, you've got to have the nurturer role, um, which, you know, can be an aspect of yourself, but maybe you're really meant to be an explorer and you're meant to have adventures out there um, and then bring back beautiful lessons learned from from your travels, or even if it means exploring a particular topic and going deep into that, and then sharing that with the world. So of course, it's you know very individual, based on the perp- on the person. Um, even though the archetypes are a little bit broad. So it's it gives you a sense and then you can from there dive into how does this more specifically uh, t- tailor to you and your business and your life experiences. So I think it's a really beautiful starting point to get people to start thinking a little bit differently about themselves mm-hmm. and to kind of open up some aspects that they didn't even think about, or maybe they put aside um, and to start exploring that side of them. Uh, and I, I also want to share about my archetype, which is a magician. And uh, again, you know, I wasn't always this type of uh, archetype. I had to learn the mysteries of the world and alchemy and other type of modalities and and get those kinds of tools to then understand um, how powerful I am to think and think things into reality, essentially, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, or find really amazing solutions um, and have them sort of be brought to me in the most magical ways. But uh, I had to, for a very long time, unlearn uh, what was sort of passed down to me genetically around working really hard to get what I wanted. And, um, you know, kind of in, and there's nothing wrong with working hard. It's just unnecessarily, right? There was no intuitive aspect to the way I was working hard. It was just like, let's grind. (laughs) And that's a corporate mentality. Right. It's very much a a mentality that many of us have been ingrained in. Um, And I was, you know, also from the startup corporate world, uh, similar. Um, And it's, it's all about the, the output and, you know, just the the effort. (laughs) And uh, over time, I realized that there's ways of having less effort and making decisions uh, around what you're going to effort on and what you're not going to effort on or where can things be delegated out or where can we find a software that's just going to take care of it for us or, um, you know, where can 
one connection that I make then connect me to all the partners and clients that I ever dream of. And I don't even need to do any marketing, for example. Right. Uh, so that's how I kind of connect it to, to business. But of course, you know, you can, there's all aspects of life you can think about when it comes to archetypes as well. And the more that you can imagine yourself as that, like really start to visualize yourself as it, put reminders, you know, on your screen, on different different places around your house um, to, to just get back into the mindset of that archetype and start seeing how you can operate in the world and create content from that place, from that image of yourself. That's this higher super hero version of you. Exactly. Well, can, I know we can't go into all of the nuances about the archetypes, but you've already referenced a few of them. Could you tell us a little bit about sort of the overview of these archetypes and a little bit about um, how we can, because I know you've got an amazing gift that will really help people to be able to use that. So maybe just give a little bit more about the archetypes and, and how, and how we can use that once we have a better understanding of that, because it, you know, I, I, I remember reading a book, I think Jack Canfield and uh, Mark Victor Hansen, and, and it was a really powerful book about, you know, we all have one brilliance. And if we not a lot of brilliant, one thing that we're brilliant at, one thing, and if we focus our majority of our efforts, like 98 99% of our efforts on that one brilliance. It's like, think of Oprah. What is Oprah's one brilliance? She can uncover and activate people and talk to people in a way that just has grown men crying, that, that never thought they would cry. I mean, she connects so deeply at this emotional level. That is her brilliance, you know, and that, and, and there, that's without a doubt that was she was born that way, that was in her DNA. You know, I remember reading an article about her and she said, you know, when she when she was doing anchor news and it was just like, it was torturous because she was reading all of these terrible things and having to present them to people with, you know, uh, in, in a smile on her face. And, but when she got into her first talk show she said it was like breathing you know that she just it just felt so just so organic it just felt like this is what she was born to do but she never thought she could actually you know make a living make do anything with just talking which is what she always was she was always a connector so you could probably interpret uh, uh, oprah's archetype probably from just even that right um to some extent because because not only is she an amazing connector but her real true brilliance is her ability to communicate to talk to activate people you know so um, I, I, when I was, you were talking about, it, I was thinking about that and someone that, you know, perhaps people can really kind of reference, you know, and really reference that, that person and, and their experience, you know, of her, of her brilliance. And I, I remember reading that book though. And when I did that and I did really recognize, okay, what, what's that, that, that one brilliance, that one thing. And when I really focused my energy on that, you know, that is when everything 
flowed so much more easily. That is when I knew how to that, okay, well, maybe that is something and that's a program or that's a marketing technique that so many people love. And but that wouldn't be for me because it really was almost in opposition to my brilliance. So so yeah, so if you can share a little bit more about that and the and the archetypes, that'd be great. Absolutely. And that's such a wonderful example. And we can definitely look at different celebrities and how they how they got there by by really um, understanding what made them unique uh, and mm-hmm. that's leveraging that for sure. Um, and so, yeah, there are 12 archetypes and I did actually base them off of people that I know and my clients and then had them take the test and they, they got the ones that I had um, assigned them. <laughs> and so, so I know it's, there's an energetic um, approach to how this quiz works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I won't go into each and every one of them, but it's just to say, and also, you know, to safeguard you from, um, preconceiving which one you are. Sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we uh, want you all to take the quiz, which is what you're going to be giving us access to. Exactly. So maybe just tell us more about once we take the quiz, yes. then yes. how do we, how do we use that, mat- that information? That yes, exactly. So I do provide a little bit of information on, uh, because we're all made of of shadow and light. So I go into a little bit of advice as to, you know, what to look out for within your archetype as well, when you are utilizing it in the wrong way, Um, as well as, you know, what you should really do to nurture that role or that brilliance um, in order to uh, bring it out more into the world. So there is some some aspects of advice. And uh, when you get into the, the guide as well, there's just some interesting quotes and examples that you can really, that just helps you feel into it even more and give you some ideas of, okay, these are the types of organizations that were created um, from this type of uh, archetype. Uh, So maybe that will help inspire you to think about the design that you could create that's somewhat similar, but of course, with your own flavor. Right, exactly. And then once, um, so what do you suggest for people once they've done the quiz, and I know you give some information about that, will that really support them in aligning, say, with marketing, that marketing strategies or business building things that would really um, be able to help guide them? Is that part of how, you know, they would be able to utilize this information? How are some of the ways they can utilize the information both in their business and their life? Because you know, really, as um, spiritual entrepreneurs, they're 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 really we have to look at both of those elements. It's not just our business experience; it's it's also our life. So my sense is, is probably the archetype that people identify also not just is for their business, but is also a you know a superpower, whatever you were calling it before. This kind of wonderful uh, ex- this wonderful information that they can then convert into how they really navigate their own life and their relationships. Yes, no, exactly. I think it's a really amazing starting point mm-hmm. to start thinking about, uh, like you had mentioned, okay, here's 
here's what I'm really unique at. This is an aspect of my genius. And now um, how can I develop a team that's going to support me in the other areas in which maybe you're good at, maybe you're not. In fact, I work with a lot of people who are good at a lot of things. Right. It makes it even more confusing because it's like, which one to select? Right. <laughs> uh, this does help you sort of just hone in, uh, like you said, on just that one thing that you really want to focus and zoom in on more. Um, and then from there is, okay, what are some team that I need to fill in some of the other areas that maybe I have been holding onto now and are not making me as happy or joyful um, but is someone else's genius and role. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I even also encourage people to have their team take the test too, so that then you can see where there's some complementary uh, gifts that are there to support you in, in your brilliance. So, um, so there's, That's you know, a idea. ripple effect from there. Um, and yes, of course, the mar I think the marketing, there's, more subtle tactics to to that and so that's really where i i encourage people to have a call with me because i do end up uh leveraging many different tools this is one of them i also go into the gene keys if anyone knows about this but it's uh, also another tool that that can help you understand um, from a DNA level and astrologically, and it's also based on human design, um, but where there's an intersection between your purpose and aspects of what you're here to learn with your prosperity. So when you take into account all the different tools and sort of bring all the clues together, you start to really develop an interesting design uh, as far as, yeah, not just what the business model is, but where where are you meant to market yourself? For example, within my blueprint, it has a line um, that is specific around partnerships. And so I know, you know, referrals and partnerships and collaborations are a very huge part of what is to make me successful. And had I not looked at that information, I might have continued on a path of of trying to market and do everything myself. <laughs> so, um, so it's really a combination of all these clues. And of course, maybe your own experience will perhaps lead you to that uh, conclusion anyhow, but it's a nice shortcut to, to understand that and to, to start experimenting in that direction uh, sooner and, and quicker and more gracefully, you know, without years of wasting money and, and time uh, kind of going in an op opposite way. Yeah, that's very exciting. Well, I know I could talk to you all day, uh, but we would love to have you back. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about the, the gift that you brought so that people can begin this and where they can get that. And just tell us a little bit about that. Um, and and uh, I want to really encourage people, you know, everything that Michelle's talking about. I mean, a lot of times this is exactly what people are saying, you know, why isn't what I'm doing not working? What is going on that I'm putting, as we talked about in the beginning, 
doing, I'm putting this energy out there and it just doesn't seem to be aligning. You know, maybe I'm not really supposed to be doing this, like all these kind of doubt questions. And my sense is, is that what this um, really getting better understanding our archetype really can support us in that deeper connection to our purpose, deeper connection to our source and deeper connection to ourselves. So I really want to encourage people if what we've talked about here today resonates with you, I've got goosebumps the whole time I've been talking to you, so I know it's highly vibrating, then I really want to encourage you to go and get um, this information from Michelle and take this quiz because that uh, that is what is the first step. So Michelle, tell us a little bit about you know the quiz and how people can get that for free. Yes, so you can grab it on my website. There's a free resources section and it's uh, the Brilliance Archetypes. Um, so you take that quiz. It's it's a couple of questions. Uh, don't overthink it. <laughs> I know some people can get like trumped up on, oh, did I answer this correctly or not? Just mm-hmm. uh, go with your first gut, you know, instinct. If you don't know something, there's some information about um, some of the answers. Um, because really it's an energetic process. And at the end, you're going to get the right one or at least the one um, that wants to be brought to light at this right. period in time. Right. Don't overthink it. Don't get intellectual about it, right? Just go with uh, your first impression and move through it. And there is a specific uh, link that you can go to. It's Michelle Parade, P-A-R-A-D.com slash brilliance hyphen archetype. So that'll also be on the episode page as well. But for those folks that are listening in, Michelle with a uh, 1L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-P-A-R-A-D.com forward slash brilliance and then hyphen archetype. So that's really the link you can go and get that at. Michelle, I'm just so grateful for you and your your light and everything you're doing to support people into really living their purpose and of joy and prosperity and flow and fun. And I just can really feel how 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 powerful that is and has been for you in this journey. Thank you for all your all 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 of your um knee scraping and everything as you've gone along to really emerge this. Is there anything you'd like to say in closing, Michelle? Oh, thank you so much. This has been uh, just so beautiful to to be able to share uh, this with you. And, um, you know, I think as the title of this uh, talk uh, seems to hint at is uh is to is the being resilient part and if you are not yet in your archetype fully um you know just spending a little bit of time every day or you know every week um moving in that direction it's it's not an overnight thing uh it's just an accumulation over time uh to really get there and and I and that is really the process of self-actualization, which is what I, I encourage everyone to to get on the path on. And um, I'm sure all all the people who are listening uh, to to you and in, in this space uh, are probably on that path. But um, you know, it's uh, it, it does take, um, like you said, resilience, <laughs> and it just takes that. Uh, ability to to constantly know that we're advancing ourselves little by little and 
just one day, you might look at yourself and see, wow, I mean, how how far have I really come uh, in becoming, you know, this, this archetype? So um, keep going. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to share. <laughs> There's lots of people along the way to, to support. Uh, so that's, you know, the universe does, does bring people our way, um, to, to give us hints and guidance, um, along our path. So look for those clues as well. Um, take on those opportunities and you'll be well on your way. Oh, thank you, Michelle, so much. We so appreciate you. And we'll see you back here next time, everybody. We see you living lives of love, joy, peace, health, prosperity, and always, always. And we'll see you back here next time, everybody. Do you hate selling, yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week, and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com masterclass.